Anchor is by far the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. How cool is that? And then you can use it right from your phone, your iPad, your tablet. Download the app, record your podcast, and that's it. And there are so many creative tools that you can use to make your podcast amazing. You can import music. You can edit and re-record as often as you like to your perfection. You don't have to worry about your podcast being distributed because they take care of that for you. They make sure your podcast is visible on Spotify, Apple, Google, and the list goes on. And then you can easily, easily make money with no minimum listenership. If I were you, I would advise you to use Anchor. Good morning, everybody. Your girl KDC back again, KDC Movement, with another episode. want to talk about today, shifting your mind to properly utilize what you need. Shifting your mind to properly utilize what you need. And we're looking at today Romans 12 and 2. And it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Want to look at a few things really quick. First of all, what does it mean to be conformed? To be conformed is defined as to bring into harmony or accord. To be transformed means to change the outward form or appearance of. Now, renewing means to make like new. You know, it talks about being new over in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, where it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Being conformed, transformed, and being renewed of the mind. These are all things that work together in regards to the shifting of your mind where we can utilize it to the glory of God. Moving forward to unpacking our text here, Paul is, of course, talking to the Romans. This is his letter to the Romans. And he's telling them that in order to live for God, And be followers of Christ, we cannot do things like the world does. We we can act like the world. We can't think like the world. We cannot talk like the world if we say that we're not of the world, that we are followers of Christ. We have to shift our mindset, which then sets us physically apart from the world. 
And when I say physically, you know, it, it's not a gimmick. It's not a magic trick. But when you accept God into your heart as your personal savior and you you develop your own personal relationship for real, you know, I understand when we were younger, you know, we, we knew in parts, we just knew that we wanted to be saved and we didn't want to go to hell. And then for some of us, you know, it was out of formality because that was what was expected of you. But as you mature in life, not just in Christ, for you know, because for some of us, we haven't accepted God yet. So as we mature in life, when we do accept God and we make that conscious decision, there, there's a difference about us that people are going to be able to notice physically. You know, some people may feel like that you may have a glow about yourself. Some people may feel like it's something about you that physically looks different, but they can't put their finger on it. Henceforth, it should be able to show. The scripture says to prove. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? That means to show, to be able to show it. They need to see, see you and know that something is different about you. Matthews 5, 14 and 16 talks about being the light of the earth. A light that's not, a light that's meant to stand out for others to see. It's meant to draw others to God. It, it, you're not meant to be in the background. You're not meant to hide in the cut. Yes, I understand that certain positions, you know, may portray you to be that way where you're just hidden in the background. But no, in the body of Christ, every part plays a part. There's no big eyes and little use in the body of Christ because we are all needed being able to operate as one body so you're, you're meant to stand out yes people are going to look at you but they're supposed to because you're serving you're on the Lord's side now And it's something about you. Shifting your mind to properly utilize what you need. To shift merely means to change the place, position, or direction of. Yes, there are instances in your, instances in your life where, when, you know, we get saved. And, you know, we truly accept God into our, our hearts as we just previously touched on. Things and people are extracted from our lives. However, that's not always the case for every instance. There are times, you know, where God can and will take those same attributes or even what we may consider to be character flaws, and utilize them for his glory. Okay, so what? You, you, you know, you were a kingpin, you know, 
you were a drug lord. You, you know, you had a reputation for being ruthless and cold-hearted. You know, you weren't concerned about nothing and nobody. You, you just didn't care. The good part about that is that everybody knew who you were. So when you got saved and God shifts you, he can utilize that same well-known reputation and flip it for his glory. Where, because you know everybody, now you can go out and reach those same people and tell them about God. That that fight, that ruthlessness that you had in you, you can utilize it to fight the enemy. And no, I'm not saying you to, you know, physically fighting, you know, someone who doesn't like you, someone, you know, who goes to slander you. No, I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually, as it talks about over in the book of Ephesians chapter six, because it says for our weapons are not carnal. We're fighting against spirits and principalities. It's not them. It's the spirit that's in them that makes them act foolish. It's not them. And obviously, you know, utilizing that, that same attribute and God flips it and shifts it. You know, you, you can look at, okay, the devil isn't playing with me, so I'm not going to play with him. And you can take James 4 and 7, and, it, and you can easily resist the enemy, because why? You have no regard for him. You, he don't care about you. You don't care about him. You, you come to put him on the run. He can't just tell you in and everything and you go for it. No, you're going to stand on what God said. God said you're more than a conqueror, so you're going to be more than a conqueror. He said you're the head and not the tail, so you're going to operate as the head and not the tail. He said you're above and not beneath, so you're going to walk as being above and not beneath. He said that he will su supply all your needs according to his riches. So you're going to believe and walk in it that God shall supply all of your needs. Luke 10 and 19 tells us about the authority that God has given us to trample over the enemy. You know, we, we, you know when, when you seek out to walk in that victory that God that God gave you, you utilize your God-given authority. Or over in Psalms 144 and 1, where it talks about we're using our hands to war and our fingers to battle. Mm-hmm. So what you used to be manipulative and conniving when God shifts you and shifts your mind better yet, you can utilize that same attribute of persuasion to compel men to come to Christ. And, and the, the scripture is Luke 14 and 23. Where it's talking about going into the hedges and the byways. Shifting 
utilizing the shift properly. Thank you, Jesus. And, you know, for some of us, we may feel like, you know, we were so far gone that, you know, it is nothing that God could do. God can't, God can't use me. I, I, I was past low down. I, I was past over there. I, I done done some stuff that, ooh. So what? Look at Rahab. Forget a hot girl summer. Let's talk about a hot girl life. This was her lifestyle. But when God begins to shift you, he can utilize you for his glory. Over in Joshua 2, 1 through 24, the only thing she asked in return for hiding the Shittim spies was that they spare her and her family's life. And you see in this instance, and I love it, you may be questioning, how does this fit what we're talking about? Well, first of all, God utilized what was considered or looked upon to be worn, used, filthy, of no value to hide what he promised. Thank you, Jesus. And in the midst of him hiding what was already promised, not only does he shift your mindset, but he makes a covenant with you that saves your life. Ooh, God, I thank you. See, some of us, God set up a plan to, to save us and to snatch us out, and we didn't even realize that God was snatching us out of that mess. We don't know how he did it, but he did. And I thank him for being a wretch undone. I wasn't ready to die, but I wasn't fit to live. But I thank him because he loved me in spite of my mess. Even when I did not love myself, I thank God for being a God who loves unconditionally. God, I thank you even now, God, for the shifting that you're doing for your people. God, I thank you for the shifting in their minds, God. God, I thank you for the shifting in their lives, oh God. God, I thank you for shifting, God. God, I thank you for with the shift, God, the doors that you are opening now, God. God, I thank you for with the shift, God, the things that you are manifesting even the more, oh God. God, I thank you for the things that you are releasing with the shift, oh God. God, I thank you, I thank you, and I thank you. And God, I declare that it is so, and so it is in your darling son, Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed.